Temple Talks Malta. Episode 26, Temple Talks to Stanley Bajaya, Managing Director of DC Aviation Malta and President of the Malta Business Aviation Association. This podcast is produced and hosted by the Temple Magazine team. I'm Mark Mason. And I'm Susanna Hornby. Welcome back to episode 26 of Temple Talks Malta. It's lovely to be back and it's even nicer to have Stan with us. Hello Stanley, how are you? Hi Susanna, I'm uh, fine, thanks. Surviving and hopefully thriving again soon. Yeah, no, quite. Since we last spoke, uh, things have changed rather dramatically because we were in full lockdown then and we just didn't know what was happening and when and whatever. But things have changed a little bit now. How are things at the airport? Uh, things have changed significantly. As as you know, uh, the airport has uh, reopened as of the 1st of July, mm-hmm. which was a welcome change to our uh, daily lives. Uh, finally, we can get back to work <laughs> uh, being in the aviation industry it was not a minute too late kind of thing Mm. we're not back to the numbers that we had before closing down but having the airport open obviously gives us possibilities we have started to see a significant increase in traffic in fact business aviation traffic in terms of percentages is probably picking up a little bit faster than the scheduled traffic yeah i mean we were talking about that the other day with you what what do you think is the pull for the business jet charter or private jet there's many advantages as as I I always say but in today's world post-COVID scenario that we're living the advantages probably at least doubled the the talk with regards to scheduled airlines is that they will have a similar kind of schedule to what they had pre-COVID sometime by 2023. Wow. Uh, that is three years from now. Mm. That means pre-COVID business aviation traffic had 98% of our routes mm. were not served by scheduled traffic. Imagine now that the uh, scheduled traffic is serving less and less than it was before. The mm-hmm. value of, of business aviation being able to go point to point mm. is probably at least double what it was uh, a couple of months ago. Mm. So that's one advantage. The other advantage is um, from a health and safety point of view, mm-hmm. the population is, is still very scared of, uh, of the pandemic. People are not sure whether they should be traveling or not and irrespective of the excellent job that Malta International Airport and the airlines flying in and out of Malta are doing Mm -hmm. it remains a travel of the masses probably the numbers are significantly smaller than we had before but there's still masses there's still we're still talking about a couple of hundred people so when you go to check in when you go uh, through security when you're boarding the aircraft when you go in the bus yes of course there's less numbers now because of social distancing because but still it is a significant amount of touch points which remain there. Mm. Business aviation, this is not true. In business aviation, if uh, you and me decide or need to go to um, Germany, London, Dubai, wherever uh, it is that we can go, it's you and me. So it's people that you know. Mm -hmm. It's significantly less number of people on board Mm -hmm. and just to give you an idea of the difference on this one of the smaller jets that one could charter you would still have twice the amount of volume that you would have on a scheduled airliner so it does give people that little bit of extra comfort Mm, definitely and what about traveling through the airport if i'm flying with dc aviation what's the journey i take why is it different 
Um, so that's again, it's an advantage which was always there mm-hmm. uh, in the sense that it's one of the advantages of business aviation uh, uh, travel. But when you use a private jet, a business jet, you do not go through the standard airport procedures. There's a private uh, terminal mm-hmm. um, it, at departure and on arrival. So even in Malta, we do have a private terminal mm-hmm. um, where uh, you go through immigration customs, depending on whether you're flying to Schengen or non-Schengen countries, it's 100% dedicated to you. So again, the the risk of contamination is practically non-existent, Mm. both when you're leaving Malta and when you're arriving at your destination, wherever that is. It's an advantage which was always there and uh, it was not designed because of health reasons. I mean, the, the advantages of doing this, it's much faster. So you don't have to queue. You arrive to the airport and literally, I would say, 10 to 15 minutes tops, you're in the aircraft sitting down ready to go. Mm. Um, so it's a lot more efficient. You don't need to arrive one and a half hours before, as, mm. as, as our tickets tell us when, when you book on a scheduled flight. It's private, so nobody needs to know that you're traveling, with whom you're traveling and where you're traveling. Mm -hmm. And there is also the possibility at these uh, lounges because of their private to uh, Oberpfaffenhofen, which is an airport in in Germany close to Munich, but it's not Munich, so less traffic getting there. You do a meeting literally in the lounge at the airport very privately and you fly back. So in a day you go do your two-hour meeting and fly back home to your family. Yeah, it's yes. I mean, before it was all designed for comfort and speed and of course now confidence of being very safe as you said earlier everyone's a little scared of traveling and that really takes negates that scaredness there is no negating the fact that we are facing a bit of an economic crisis also because of uh, uh, of the pandemic Mm. so invariably whether you're a business person or a private person Mm -hmm. travel if you can help because it is costly if you can help it you don't you don't Mm. travel however that said the major difference between uh, now and for example 2008 post the economic downturn Mm -hmm. companies and and individuals were getting rid of their aircraft because they were perceived as possibly whether from a perception point of view or from a real point of view an additional cost Mm. which maybe they could do away with we have not seen that in business aviation this time around for a number of reasons but predominantly because it gives a lot more comfort to the owner to the owner's family but also in companies we've seen that they're using it as a tool to protect their employees and still be able to go on about their business Mm. without risking uh, having their employees getting sick and mm. potentially making other people in the organization sick and their their families. So mm. at the moment, we, we, we're not seeing anybody getting rid of their aircraft. If anything, I would dare say that we're probably getting new customers because there's no scheduled flights. So for example, just to give you an idea, you can travel to Malta from Dubai as of recently, but there's no scheduled traffic yet i mean it will start soon but mm-hmm. there is nothing not nothing yet but if you are a maltese 
stuck in Dubai or, or you're some other nationality, which Dubai then is a good place to get to your next destination. We're seeing people inquiring, but also booking, which people and organizations which never use business travel before. The cost of flying privately is obviously a lot more than flying commercially. But how do you see a way of reducing cost per passenger to, to make perhaps flying uh, more accessible for more people? Zana, you are right. Flying privately is by design, again, more expensive than flying commercially. And for obvious reasons, if you have an aircraft which uh, normally carries 100 passengers, but now is only carrying six, mm-hmm. the cost of, of operating that aircraft is pretty much the same. And instead of it being divided by 100 passengers, it's being divided by six. That said, it's not really exactly the same. It's not really exactly the same for a number of reasons. Again, because we fly on demand rather on a schedule, we do not operate to a destination just for the sake of operating to that destination. So that cost is not factored in our operating costs because by design, our operation is a lot more personal. It's not unusual that our crew meet and greet the passenger. So, you know, we don't really have check-in stuff and things like that, but it's actually the captain who waits for you at your aircraft on arrival at the airport. So there is also some savings in our operation Mm -hmm. because we do not operate a scheduled operation. We don't have station managers anywhere. Mm. So again, it's not really an advantage, but because of the reduced mobility uh, that was created due to the pandemic, again, some costs Mm. have been reduced. Like for example, six months ago, we were fighting for slots to certain airports and paying a premium to be able to go there. Today, they they wouldn't pay you to fly into the place, but the cost is a more realistic one because the slots are not being auctioned off. So I would say that probably at the moment, and I'm pretty sure we'll go back sooner than, than commercial traffic to our old rates. But at the moment, I would say that probably traveling by business jet is somewhere in the region of 10% cheaper than it was before the pandemic. Mm. That's one thing. The mm. second thing is um, because of the things that we've been talking about before, less availability of scheduled traffic, concern about traveling, more people are inquiring about the use of, of a business jet, which has given us at DC Aviation the opportunity to come up with new um, models, if you like, mm-hmm. of how we can uh, um, make the, the um, cost of the aircraft a little bit more affordable. Mm-hmm. So for just to give you an example, if tomorrow we need to organize a flight from Malta to Malaga, uh, chances are that the aircraft is not in Malta. It has to come from Nice. Mm-hmm. So I need to bring an aircraft from Nice, send it to Malaga. Normally, under normal circumstances, the passenger will have to pay Nice or the organization have to pay Nice, Malta, Malta, Malaga. Mm-hmm. In the current scenario, there is a very good chance that we would be able to find a passenger that needs to come to Malta, maybe not from Nice, it could be from Olbia and Sardinia, mm-hmm. but the cost is now shared between two and the debt sector, what we call the empty sector, is again shared between two rather than just by one. Yeah. Another thing which is making the cost a lot more affordable 
is what we're doing is, is keeping a tab on people who do not have exactly a fixed date that where they need to travel. But they need, for example, sometime this month, I need to be in uh, Stuttgart. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Zana yourself, you have a similar requirement. It's not maybe Stuttgart, it's Munich. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's another CEO from another organization which needs to be in Frankfurt. Mm-hmm. And normally the three of us would not charter a business jet. But by keeping this tally, if you like, of the request that we get, yeah. it gives us the opportunity to go back to our customers and say, listen, I've got three people. They're all CEOs, all individuals, all needing to go to Germany, fairly close airports. Mm-hmm. Let's say Dusseldorf is a fairly central place for all three passengers to go to. Yeah. And instead of one organization pays for the whole uh, trip individually, mm-hmm. and it's not about luxury, so we don't get the biggest, largest, fanciest aircraft, but something which gets us from A to B in a very safe way. The cost becomes a lot more affordable, also because we're traveling a lot less. The travel budget is probably slightly better. That's one way. And we've also seen and promoted families who um, been uh, tired of the lockdown and, and, and being locked down in Malta, not being able to go anywhere. Um, but they have small kids, babies, and again, they're a little bit concerned about safety mm-hmm. and health concerns. And they come to us and they say, listen, we're, we're two families. We would like to go for the weekend to Olbia just to get a break and get off the island. Mm-hmm. We don't want to travel half across Europe before we get there uh, because we only have a weekend. Is it possible to share the costs between the two families? And of course, depending on the number and where they want to go, we find them the right Mm. The right aircraft at the right uh, at the right price at a, a lot more, let's say, affordable prices. Yeah, no, I mean it, it. It's definitely more affordable, albeit it, it's still more expensive than travelling, as we said before, commercially. But you know, for not having that exposure, like you've just discussed, uh, from a health and safety aspect, is huge, particularly when you've got small children and babies and whatever. And just having that. Oh, sort of relaxed feel that you can go away, take a break, and at very minimum risk. It's perfect. For, for sure. And I don't want to, um, you know, scare people more than, than necessary no. because uh, I think the airport is doing an excellent job in containing and social distancing and, and have you. Mm. But traveling in a private jet does give you an additional layer of safety. Yeah. It does come at a price, but the price is not that exorbitant mm-hmm. if, uh, for example, like we said, you know, two families which are friends of each other, let's mm-hmm. say two adults and a kid, two adults and a kid, so we're talking about six people, yeah. are sharing the cost to fly to Albia and, and back. Potentially, because of our requests, we can also do back-to-back trips. So get, yeah. if the aircraft, I'm getting it, like I mentioned it before, let's say I'm getting it from uh, Cyprus this time around. So mm-hmm. maybe somebody wants to go to Heraklion or got to Heraklion and to Crete and, and needs to come to Malta. Uh, so so we're, filling, we're seeing that we're filling the space yeah. a lot more and the complete cost is being shared by a lot more people, yeah. making it potentially only a couple of hundreds euros more expensive than traveling in in business class with the the added benefit of making your own schedule 
and being completely in control of your environment. Yeah, no, I think that's that's really interesting. So from Malta or from anywhere, Stanley, how far can we fly with DC Aviation? I mean, I was going to say the sky is the limit, but we don't. <laughs> we want to land somewhere. But DC Aviation has a worldwide operating license, so literally we can go everywhere. But obviously the longer the, the distances, the more, the bigger the aircraft and the bigger the expanse. Mm-hmm. Where I see the markets going at the moment and, and it's becoming interesting, tra- that is meaning traveling by business jet, becoming interested to a wider sector of, uh, of the population mm-hmm. is uh, intra-European uh, uh, flights, maybe North Africa as well, places like Morocco, Egypt, but mainly intra-European. So yeah. um, Malta, London, Malta, Birmingham. We normally go to London, even if we're going to Lyon, Solent. In the UK, where maybe uh, Southampton Airport is is, is much closer, mm-hmm. um, and that's the advantage again of, of traveling with a business jet. Yeah. So it's really wherever your head office or or sub office uh, from Malta is, we can take you there. Where you would like to take a break, whether it's Montenegro, Croatia, or or, or Albia, or, or Corsica, we can take you there. Um, whether you're a party of uh, two or a party of 18, we have an aircraft which can take you there. So my obvious question is, how do we book, Stanley? Where do we go to find DC Aviation and book flights with you? There's many ways of doing that. If you go on our website, that we have um, a booking uh, form. If you call our uh, office number, we'll take your details and, and uh, get back to you with an offer. Mm-hmm. Usually we give a couple of options so people can see the difference between even different size of aircraft. Some are faster than others, but there comes at a premium usually. Uh, through Facebook, we have a page, WhatsApp, if you have my number. Mm-hmm. Um, if not, uh, they can speak to you and you can give it to them. Yeah, okay. So it's really easy to get a quote. It's 24 hours, uh, 365 days a year. Yeah. And can you just give us your Malta website address? dc-aviation.com.mt Lovely. Okay, so that's good and clear. Well, Stanley, it's been really interesting talking to you again, and it's very exciting news to feel that there's suddenly that there's the private jet chartering or business jet chartering is is becoming, as we said earlier, that little bit more accessible for more of us. Thank you so much for today. It's been really good to talk to you, and we hope that we see you soon and wish you much luck and hope you get many, many more flights booked through. We look forward to talking to you again when, again, things have moved on another pace. Zana and Mark, thank you very much for uh, inviting me. It is always a pleasure. Looking forward to meet you uh, as well sometime soon. Once again, super well done for uh, these podcasts. They're all very interesting and very well produced. Thank you. Well, Until next time. <laughs> That's so nice of you. Thank you, Stanley. We'll see you soon. Take care. To find out more about DC Aviation, visit their website at www.dc-aviation.com.mt. You've been listening to the Temple Magazine podcast. Find us on Facebook or visit us at templemagazines.com. And here's our disclaimer. Temple Magazine will not be held responsible for any omissions or errors in its podcasts. Temple's podcasts are produced purely for entertainment purposes. Views and opinions are that of our guests or that of our own. Thank you to Airport Impressions for the use of their song Berlin as used at the beginning of this podcast.